0: Welcome home, I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist, and this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, Co-Journers. I'm glad you're here for another episode. And at this start of a new season, a new year, we want to talk about dealing with disappointment. And we will face disappointment at various times in our lives. And it's important that we think about how we recover, how we heal, and how we overcome. You may face different aspects of disappointment, Sometimes we are disappointed in other people that we had a higher expectation for the ways in which they would show up for us, and we find that those expectations weren't met. We can also be disappointed in ourselves, and this is a timely reminder as we think about all of the resolutions that people often set at the start of a new year, a new season, and the ways in which we can become frustrated, disheartened, even depressed as a result of not reaching the goals we set for ourselves. We can also be disappointed by life and that can show up in the professional realm of where we thought we would be at a certain point in our lives whether we were thinking about at this age or at this stage and certain things haven't happened, whether professionally or personally. We also have the experience of sometimes having our hopes raised so it can look like a door's opening. You may think that you're about to be accepted into a job, into a school, into a friendship, into a relationship, and then face a setback where things do not turn out the ways that you were hoping. So I want to take this episode to really help us center in on some important strategies and pathways as we are navigating, dealing with the realities of disappointment. And the first thing I want to say to you is the importance of truth telling. We have to be honest with ourselves about the disappointment, about the fact that we took the risk of hoping, of believing, of even working towards something, preparing for something, and then it did not manifest in the way we were hoping. And so it is psychologically healthy to allow ourselves to grieve instead of surrendering to the pressure to pretend or to perform or to act like it didn't matter. And so on today, can you come home to yourself to tell yourself the truth about the ways in which you were let down by others or by yourself, by an opportunity that you thought was yours, and it did not come to fruition. It is important that we not merely stuff and stifle and suppress our feelings, our emotions. When we suppress them, they can come out in very unhealthy ways or we can turn it inward in very self-destructive ways. And so we want to be honest with ourselves, and give ourselves grieving room and breathing room. We often talk about sacred pause, and so I wonder if you can take pause now to have compassion for yourself, understanding for yourself, and even validation for yourself, that it makes sense that the disappointment hurts Right? It makes sense that there is some grief there, some frustration there. For some of you, outrage there. For some of you, the sadness there, the surprise. And then for some, the confusion of how did this go so wrong? How was it so different from what I was expecting? And one of the things we've talked about this podcast is you can have more than one feeling at the same time. And so to give ourselves permission to come home to the various layers, the nuances that are in our hearts. And as we give ourselves that permission and space and time to grieve and acknowledge the disappointment, it's also helpful when you are willing to, to allow support and comfort in. And so that support and comfort may come from family, from friends, from a mental health provider, from your higher power. Are you willing to allow others to show up for you? Are you willing to not only be honest with yourself, But is there someone else you can be honest with about how it felt to be let down and whether that felt like abandonment or betrayal or a violation or a shock? And then for some of you, there may also be the shame or embarrassment or humiliation because perhaps you shared your good news or your expectation with others, right? So you may have talked about the job and it wasn't fully a guarantee yet. You may have shared news of a pregnancy in the early stages and then suffered a miscarriage. You may have become very excited about the prospect of someone special in your life and then it didn't work out. Right. So there is an element of disappointment that may be public or may have a social component to it. And I wonder if you can think in this moment of someone who would be a safe person for you to be honest with about the disappointment to not have to carry it by yourself. And if you currently do not have someone you would feel comfortable sharing it with, it can also be helpful to journal about it, to write about it, or to express it in your artistry, in your creativity, so that you are not just holding it in. And so we can express our disappointment in our poetry, in our lyrics, in our choreography, in our painting? What is the way that you will have some release for what you are holding? What is the way, whether talking to another person or through your creativity, your journaling, your spiritual practice, what are some ways that you can express it? And then as we get some distance and some time and space from our grieving, we can return to a place of reflection, right? Because is there any wisdom I want to pull out of this wound of disappointment? Is there anything that I have learned from this journey about myself or about who shows up for me? or about expectations. And sometimes we will come to the conclusion that we want to modify some expectations. It may be, for example, around timeline. So you may have kind of mapped out that by this date, I'm going to be in graduate school, or I'm going to be married, or I'm going to have my first child, or I'm going to be promoted, or I will have a circle of friends, you thought, by a particular date. And so I wonder if you can consider, instead of giving up on the goal or the dream or the hope, if it may be instead needing to modify your timeline, right? That perhaps it's not happening as quickly as you expected, but it doesn't mean it will never happen, right? So the promotion is taking longer, or finding good friends is taking longer, or getting your health together in your body may be taking longer. And so is it that I want to modify the timeline or some other aspect of the expectation, And that requires being honest with ourselves and trying to find that middle ground between surrender and saying, like, I don't want to give up. And yet the way I was expecting it to go is not happening. So then what are the emotional, mental, psychological adjustments that I need to make to nourish myself, and to operate with this new knowledge, right? That perhaps I didn't know some components of this journey, and now I'm discovering there are some other steps. You know, some people were applying to school, and then they discovered, well, I need these strong letters of recommendation, which means I need to build some relationships with people who could write those letters, right? So there may be some additional steps than you initially imagined. And so we pull the wisdom from our wounds and we can make modifications. We can make adjustments as we begin to think about the path forward. We also want to consider what it will mean To begin dreaming a new dream, right? That as opposed to a modification, some of us will actually say, perhaps that wasn't the dream or that wasn't the person or that wasn't the vision or this is actually not my job. I thought that was my position, but clearly they've given it to someone else. And so what is my new vision, my new dream? My new hope, my new possibility, which in order for me to dream a new dream, I also have to come to a place of acceptance. And some of us, even while we're battling disappointment, can be in a place of denial, right? And for some, they will spiritualize their denial and say that something is mine that is not mine, right? So, I know people who have claimed that a certain person is their spouse, even though that person is already in a relationship or that person is married, and yet they are claiming them as theirs because they have not accepted the reality uh, or the truth of what is. And so I wonder if on today there are some things that even though it is disappointing to acknowledge, but that you need to accept. Are there any truths that you have been fighting? Are there any truths that you have been running from and you recognize that you cannot heal, grow, transcend while you are still pretending that you the truth is not the truth. And so we give ourselves the grace, the love, the tenderness, the permission to accept those disappointments. It doesn't mean we have to like it. It doesn't mean that that's what we chose, but it means we recognize that this is where it is. That can also be around our health Sometimes we are suffering physically, even emotionally, and we don't want to acknowledge it, which means we may put off seeking assistance and getting care and allowing ourselves to make use of interventions. And so while we are in that denial, the circumstance can continue growing worse So I hope on today, even when it's disappointing, that we can accept what is, in this current moment, what is, and then give ourselves permission to have a new vision, a new dream, a new possibility. So even though I release one specific thing, it doesn't mean I'm letting go of the whole category right? So I may be releasing this particular promotion because someone else was selected, I wasn't selected, but I can still believe that promotion is in my future, right? It may be a different title, a different position, a different company, but I'm still believing for promotion even though that one was not mine, right? That I'm still believing for a book deal or a publisher, even though these proposals were turned down, right? So I wonder what comes to you as you think about new dreams, new visions, and new possibilities. It is also important, even as you're facing disappointment, that you give yourself acknowledgement, affirmation, credit, for the things that you did to work toward the dream or goal? That even though it did not turn out the way that you liked, can you appreciate yourself for your progress, your breakthrough, your growth? I think about this around relationships, that sometimes a relationship didn't work out, but you want to affirm yourself for taking the risk of being open, right? Perhaps you've been closed off for a long time and you went on the date somebody set you up with or somehow you met this person and you were very excited. You took the time to get to know them and then for whatever reason, it didn't work out. And instead of just going back into your shell, can you affirm yourself for the courage and the healing that was required for you to come out of the shadows and for you to step into life, to step into living, right? That you put your name in the hat for a position. You applied for the job. You applied for school. You volunteered or nominated yourself. And even though you didn't get it, you were willing to do it And you did some work toward the goal. And so we want to celebrate ourselves, right? Celebrate yourself for the effort, for the intention, for the growth, for the bravery. And then we also want to put things in perspective. In psychology, we talk about the reframe. And so how do I look at what happened? Right? That for some people, they set, you know, their target very high. And while it didn't happen, can you acknowledge what it took for you to even be a finalist? Right? That you were going for something that is very rare or there were only a few opportunities for it. And while you didn't get selected, you advanced in some p- particular ways. You got to meet some new people. You developed some new skills. You learned something else about the process. And so how can you reframe what happened so that it is not based merely on the final outcome? Right? Meaning just because the ultimate thing didn't happen, does not mean it was all wasted, right? That it's not, it was a total waste of your time or energy or effort. Is there any way to look and see it from another perspective, from another angle? But what, if any, right? I'm not asking you to lie to yourself, but if you look again, is there anything you gained from the process? Is there any understanding that you have as a result of the process, any new skill or knowledge that you have? And it is also going to be important as we are dealing with the adjustments and the modifications and the new dream that we engage in self-care. Sometimes there are those of us who in the aftermath of disappointment, we get very busy. And I've said in the homecoming book and on this podcast and prior episodes that busy is not the same thing as healed. And so some of us don't want to sit with a disappointment. And so we're frantically trying to grab anything or anyone or any filler or any distraction, whether that is food or substance or a person. And so instead, for us to take time to nourish ourselves, to care for ourselves, to get some rest, to give ourselves the gift of some good, nutritious, enriching food, to move our bodies, exercising, walking, dancing. And so what are the ways that you can provide care for yourself in the aftermath of the disappointment. As I care for myself, I'm giving myself the message, you're worthy, you're enough. I'm worthy, I'm enough. Instead of going into punishing ourselves, neglecting ourselves, abandoning ourselves, I wonder what you can do on today to give yourself the clear communication that you are deserving of good things. And so the thing that you wanted, you may not have received, but you are deserving of good things. You are worthy. You are worthy. I invite your soul to tell your heart mind, body, and spirit welcome home.